Planet Earth, Michael Litton, the last DJ on Ride the Vibe. Oh my gosh, I'm just totally, totally fired up and stoked. This is a first for Ride the Vibe, y'all. Got Jamie Williams and the Roots Collective all the way from the UK. So technology connecting us. Uh, they're five hours ahead of us. Got Jamie Williams, the lead uh, vocalist and guitarist. Nick Gardner, harmonicas and backing vocals, and Dave Mulligan, lead guitarist and backing vocals. Again, all the way from the UK. And for all you uh, Jamie Williams and the Roots Collective uh, fans out there who are legion, got to share with you how we uh, roll Ride the Vibe. So we suggest that you sit back in the comfort of an environment of your choosing, whether it's on a raft or wherever it might be, to listen to this podcast and get a beverage of your choice in the studio here Wahid Gomes with DRS Atlanta, which is where we're recording this, is, and I are featuring uh, some beer from the Earth Brewing, a beautiful microbrewery here in Roswell, Georgia, which is where we're broadcasting this. And we're featuring a Golden Spiral, Golden Ale. And we've also got a Port Song, which is a Boston-style IPA. Port Song, of course, a brilliant tune by Widespread Panic. So, guys, welcome. Thank you so very much for joining Ride the Vibe. Uh, it's great to be here. Great cool. to be here. Yeah. I risk of being a massive pedant. Can I just point out it's Dave Milligan with an eye, like Spike Milligan? It doesn't, doesn't really matter, but for tax purposes, it's Milligan with an eye. <laughs> <laughs> How did I say it, David? Mulligan. We get that a lot. Oh, Mulligan. <laughs> Milligan. Be Mulligan for tax purposes. That's a very good point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the golf. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking golf. So so tell me how you guys met. Because you got such a great relationship and you Well, yeah, but I think I met I've probably met Dave before I met Nick actually, because Dave used to play in his brother's band down at the um Crawdaddy, new Crawdaddy Blues Club in Billericay. In Essex. And, in in Essex, this is, yeah, in England, yeah. And uh, and I saw him turn up and play bass one time and he he stole the show on bass. It was just awesome. And uh, oh that's Dave and he was playing in a in a London band at the time, which obviously turned out to be Arco, Slowcore band. And uh and Nick I think I met at, at a similar time at a, a beer festival and he was Oh that doesn't uh, surprise perfect. Nick I met <laughs> Nick I met at a beer festival and he was he was working for a charity at the time and he knew both the bands I was in. And then sort of Nick joined the band because he just used to turn up and play harmonica, you know. I never really asked him to join. He just sort of turned up and uh, I've not been able to get rid of him since, really. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And in, in addition to the three of y'all that are in the studio, you've got James Bacon on drums. And then is that your brother, Dave, that's playing bass now, Jake? Jake. No, he's my son. He's my, he's my oldest. Oh, son. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's, uh, wow. he's followed me in and out of a couple of bands now he, he, he's, his first ever gig was at the Cavern Club in Liverpool with my old band the Penguin Party and that's the yeah. last time I'm going to mention them because every time I mention them Jamie gets nervous that we're going to reform and we're not <laughs> 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 well, uh, in in uh, doing uh, doing my due diligence for the show, you know, you, you kind of describe yourself as a traveling circus, dysfunctional family, and that sounds uh, uh, to me a lot like uh, the Joe uh, Cocker and the Mad Dogs and Englishman tour that uh, came over here to the states. Is that something you guys pattern yourself after, or is it yeah, just natural? I would, I would say we're a bit like that, and also Ronnie Lane, who was Slim yeah. Chance. He was the faces, the small faces. He he had a traveling circus with loads of great musicians. So yeah, we're we're a bit like that. When we go off to festivals and things like that, a few of us have got our caravans and motorhomes and that, and we go off. Yeah, we're usually the first to arrive and the last to leave. Yeah, we literally circle the wagons yeah. behind the yeah, main yeah. stage. We, we are party animals. We normally drink the bar dry as well. You yeah. know. 
Well, you guys do. Nick's just given up after 150 years. He will not stop telling everybody. (laughs) So so I've read it. So you're you're exemplifying your ethos, which is it's not just a gig, it's a night out. I'm just off to look up exemplifying an ethos. (laughs) (laughs) That came from your bio. I'm just... Oh, yeah. I thought I'd probably write that. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're doing, yeah. (laughs) Well, well, I think uh, it's only appropriate. You know, it wasn't uh, rocket science to tee this song up first. But I think we ought to hear a little of your music. What do you all think? And again, for uh, fans out there, we're not playing the song in its entirety because the whole idea is to get y'all to go out and purchase this music, whatever format you you do that in, because it's tough to make a living as a musician. So uh, I think it's only appropriate, although it is uh, rainy and dreary here in Georgia right now, and we're in December, but I think summertime in Georgia would be a great way to open this uh, this music setup. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great song. And must say it's rainy and dreary here. <laughs> Isn't that always the case, though? Uh, well, <laughs> most of it, yeah. This time of year it is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's hear a little summertime in Georgia, and then we'll be right back and chat uh, more with uh, Jamie Williams and the Roots Collective. the vibe y'all michael in the last dj playing what he wants to play saying what he wants to say like tom petty who's a band that uh these cats have been uh kind of likened to and um so how cool is that summertime in georgia jamie ta- i'm imagining uh or, or guessing that you wrote that when you came over here to the states with your uh, wife, Jenny, and stayed with uh, Lucy and her husband, Robert. So talk about your trip. Talk about writing that song and, um, you know, just just roll with it. Yeah, me and Jen stayed in Lucy's spare room, and uh, she had a guitar there. It was signed by Paul Rogers from Free and Bad oh. Company, a great yeah, blues rock yeah. singer. And yeah. uh, I, I wrote a couple of songs that I wrote, and a few songs I wrote, and this was one of them. This is Summertime in Georgia. It was kind of like how beautiful it was, the place, it was lovely, the weather was good. Yeah. And also about yeah. how hard the Americans worked, you know, they didn't get much time off, so it was a little bit like, you know, 
we're out there yeah. enjoying ourselves while everybody's grafting and yeah. But uh, around the corner to us is only five minutes down the road. Around the corner to you is about half an hour down the road, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just starting getting getting used to the sort of culture shocks and things like that, you know. But uh, no, yeah. I loved it. I had a great time and, well, we both did. And Lucy yeah. was wonderful. She took us everywhere and we yeah. Had, yeah, she's amazing. Shout out to Lucy Pillar. She is yeah, uh, we one love woman dynamo. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Amen to that. Hey, we do it here in the states as well. And and Jenny wrote a, a brilliant, uh, well, not brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, welcome to the wonderful world of Lucy. And I read that. Yeah, I've read it a couple times now in the run up to the show, Jamie. And I was exhausted <laughs> just, re <laughs> just reading it because the one thing I know about Lucy, man, is when you're with her, you are on the fast track. I mean, she oh, there's yeah. not much time. Oh to, yeah, to we, rest, we, we, for we, sure. we 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 were on on the road the whole time. We're going places. And yeah, we yeah. went went to Athens uh, yeah. to the uh, 15 Watt Club, wherever it was. Yeah, um, where um, we saw uh, was a band that she was. Tracking at the time called Hold Cell. Yeah. And I saw Doug Easterly and uh, obviously we hang out, hung out with um, Andrew Black yeah. and yeah. Uh, and uh, Barry Richman. And there was another guy. Yeah, Barry, great guitarist here. Barry uh, Richman. In, in yeah, the Barry Richman, yeah. yeah. And, and that's uh, 20, you, that was 2010, Jamie, that you came Yeah, over. 2010, yeah. There okay. was a few blues jams he took me to. And, uh, and you know, we, the rest of the guys, the rest of your mates, have the, any of them been over, Nick or Dave? Um, uh, musically, I've been to South America. I used to work with one of Spain's biggest bands and we oh, played wow. in Caracas. We did yeah. uh, two nights and each night was to 125,000 people, which was... Oh, my Lord. Fantastic, because us as the road crew, we all used to play in yeah. in the Latin countries. Yeah. The audience are all in, and they said, "Go out and do the sound check." We said, "We can't." They yeah, said, go and do it. So we did, and it was fantastic. I just, I just loved it. You know, hearing loved the audience it. Yeah. roar, it was great fun. Yeah, I should have answered this question before Nick, really, because I can't measure up to that. I did, I did uh, with Arco. We did a, a nine-day tour down the west coast. Um, okay, and the, for, it was on Cali, the, Nick. You, um, hey, pardon? Where, say it again. Where was it? Sorry, it was um, it's Dave. Dave here. When, when I was in Arco. Oh, Dave. Did, um, oh, sorry. Yeah, I was I was in this when I was in this um, quiet little indie band called Arco. We did nine dates over two weeks down the west coast. Um, and the had west lovely coast. time playing at little clubs and and um, you know, Seattle yeah. and Portland and places like that. But uh, not to a hundred thousand people at a time, more to about forty or fifty if we were if we were lucky. Yeah. Um, and it was that was a, talking about the work ethic Jamie was talking about. When we arrived, the label yeah. booked us fifteen gigs in fourteen days. And yeah, we were like, ah, and there were like thirteen-hour drives between the gigs, and and uh, yeah. we just, we, we, you know, our singer was like, "I can't do that. I can't do fifteen gigs." Yeah, do, big space over tops. here. Yeah, yeah, right. So we didn't. We, we, well, we I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put some intention into this. So, uh, you know, we're featuring uh, some beer on the show here from the Earth Brewing, which is a local brewery in Roswell. We've got some Golden Spiral going and some Port Song, and Tim Stevens, the proprietor and owner and and brewmaster at From the Earth is a huge music fan. He's got music going all the time. So I'm going to put some intention and put it out there to see if Lucy can work her magic and coordinate to have you all get back over here to the States to come to uh, Roswell, Georgia, and uh, play some music for us. Because the, the thing I read is that uh, on these uh, the, the Egg Shed sessions, uh, Rocking Magpie said of you all that's as good as Southern rock gets. That's... That's really high praise. And so talk about that. You know, where are you, I mean, that, that Southern rock roots. Um. I've, I think really it's a combination, um, certainly with me. I mean, I was, I was massive as a kid. I loved the Beatles, and, but also I loved yeah. the American acts. Like I remember yeah. my sister was a big Elvis fan, so I had, okay. had the Elvis 40, 40, rec, 40 greatest hits and stuff, and I'd sing along to that. Yeah, and and then obviously picked up on sort of other stuff like Bob Dylan and Van Morrison, yeah. and, and so cross pollination between Britain and America really a lot of my musical yep. taste. But yeah. um, so I love the acts like JJ Cal and Tony Joe White. Yeah, you know, and uh, but we had other guys in this country, you know, with that were doing the similar thing like Dire Straits and and Chris Rea. Yeah. So it's kind of I don't know, Dave. You know, he has tastes like and some of the old. British bands from yeah. all sorts of varied. So we've really sort of a hodgepodge of of influences, really. And then Nick yeah. has his taste work because he he did an awful lot of work with some of the biggest acts in in the game, 
And Jake, yeah. who's a bit younger, has his tastes, and he loves a lot right. of the old stuff, but he also loves stuff like, you know, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And yeah, yeah. So it's just, just, a, just kind of a – and James is similar to me and Dave, in a sense. He's a similar age, so his tastes are some of the old 60s stuff along with – the 80s and 90s and stuff. A mix. Yeah, I have a theory I that love five it. of us think we're in five different bands. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, and that, hence the, the collective. So we're yeah. going to take a short break to support uh, our sponsor, which happens to be DRS Atlanta, which is the beautiful living room-like studio we're in for uh, any local musicians. You want to definitely check out Wahid's operation here. It's just a, a delight to be broadcasting Ride the Vibe. And then we're going to be right back and talk more music with Jamie Williams and the Roots Collective, Dave and Nick. And we're going to play some more music. So stay with us. You all be right back. DRS provides professional audio mixing and mastering services. They also provide other creative services, such as voiceover editing, audio restoration, and audio forensics. They have great customer service, their work is fast and efficient, and their prices are affordable. You can learn more about their creative services by visiting them on the web at drsatl.com. Again, that's drsatl.com. Or call them at 404-590-0779. Again, that's 404-590-0779. DRS, when the right sound matters. You are back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play and saying what he wants to say. And in this case, having a fascinating conversation with Jamie Williams and the Roots Collective, Dave and uh, Nick, uh, in the band, in the studio, over in the UK, y'all. This is a first. How cool is that? And we were talking about, uh, you know, Mag Rocking Magpie's comment that their music is as good as Southern rock gets. And then the amalgamation of the you know, the different tastes that each of the five musicians have in the Roots Collective. And I'm just, you know, it, it's fascinating to me because as you look, you know, you guys were talking about some of the, the, the you know, the mentors you had over in England. And, you know, I, I look at the blues, you know, music here in the United States, which back in the day was really not getting traction. And then those blues musicians went over to the UK you know, the Muddy Waters and, and uh, Luther Allison and Buddy Guy. And, and then you guys just embraced the heck out of them. And that was really the formation for a lot of the stuff, you know, Clapton and the John Mayle, et cetera, did. You know, talk a little bit about that. I, I mean, that's it's kind of a weird a conflict, conflex, if you will. Yeah, I, I think that um, it happened with the British acts where they, they'd had their parents listening to jazz, you know, the people like Sinatra and Nat King Cole and yeah. Louis Armstrong. And then they heard the, the blues come over with people like Big Bill Brunsey. And yeah. also there was there was kind of like the British thing where they had to skiffle. We had a little craze yes. in about 1955-56 where Lonnie Donegan started doing started yep. doing lead belly songs and things like that. Yeah. And old and old blues songs and yeah, you know, sort of the Beatles and the Stones and, and bands like that right. were all based around that. Certainly Ray Davis yeah. and John John Lennon, Paul McCartney and um Keith Richards. And also Jimmy Page, and a lot of that come from the skiffle. And then they, obviously, Elvis was a big factor as well because I first heard right, him, and it right. was doing Heartbreak Hotel, and that that broke a lot of people into doing something like rock and roll and music, you know, and getting involved in it. I think it happened here with certainly. I know Eric Clapton was very influenced by the blues early on. Blues, it so yeah, much. yeah, and. Um, I think and then you it, really uh, brought, and then it brought it back to the state, you know, then it came full circle and yeah. you, you all yeah. kind of awakened us to the blues because we're going, oh man, what, what are those stones? What are the Beatles playing? Oh, wow. And then you trace it back and it was American blues that we weren't really in tune to uh, early on. It was, it's yeah, kind of strange Beatles, the way the that all worked. girl bands as well, weren't they? They were into a lot of the sort of Motown girl bands. Stuff, yeah, a lot of songs. Yes, stuff, yes. Beatles, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I was lucky enough, to, I'm... I'm old enough that as I was there during the day and that, and so... We weren't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was, yeah. And, and and I got to see John Mayle with the Eric yeah. Claptons, with the oh, Mick Taylors, man. and I'm lucky yeah, I got to yeah. work with people like Mick Taylor and that as well during my oh, time. Oh, my but, gosh. But, but yeah, the, the influences were fantastic. I mean, Buddy Holly was yeah. a massive influence yeah. as well. right, right. I mean, I, I think Elvis was a... A love or not love, 
you know, they, they, they were quite. A, I know Jamie's a massive fan of his. Yeah. But, right, right. Yeah, I like all of it. Like yeah, Chuck yeah, yeah, Berry yeah. as well, you know. Oh, 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 yeah, I mean, Chuck Berry was another, Buddy Holly and, uh, yeah. uh, uh, another great as well. But, yeah, there, there were lots of great bands. The Yardbirds, an amazing Yeah, band. unbelievable. Uh, uh, right. And the Pretty Things, which, of course, Dick Taylor, who who was one of the original members of the Rolling Stones, he, I'll be done. he then went on to, to do the bass, or he went on playing guitar and that, and then went on to do the bass. But he went, no, I'm going to go and form this band. Yeah. And the pretty things, they literally just finished. It was, well, their last gig was about a year ago this Friday. I'll be I think. Yeah. Uh, 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 then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Final turn. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, they, they were an incredible band. They were really, brilliant, weren't they, when yeah. we saw them? Well, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of 60s garage rock stuff. I mean, my, my older brother, yeah. he's run about Nick's age, and he, he went through the British blues boom thing. Yeah. And so I got it all secondhand through him because I'm sort of 13 years older than him or that. So about younger. Ah, gotcha. yeah, younger, yeah. younger. Sorry, 13 years yeah. younger. <laughs> Wiser. <laughs> However that amazing. works. <laughs> well, and I think it's only, you know, only fitting. I mean, this song, just the title alone sort of uh, resonates, uh, you know, that, that bluesy feel, Voodoo Man. What do you guys ah. think? Tee up a little Voodoo Man? Well, if we all know who the Voodoo Man is. This song is actually oh, I written. It's Jamie. Uh, Jay, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Just to give you a quick yeah. bit of oh, feedback yeah. on that song. This song yeah. was actually written at a blue uh, at a Broadstairs Blues, blues Bash, bash yeah. which is where Charles uh, Dickens used to live okay. in Broadstairs <laughs> in Kent in where the Charles UK. Where Charles Dickens used to play the blues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but, but, but Jamie wrote it while we were at this festival and which we actually just got rebooked to play yesterday oh, nice. to play it in 2020. So this is where the song yeah. was conceived after having and had a few beers. Beers, I love that. Well, that's a good segue because we're having a few of the From the Earth beers here. And that uh, that's off your y'all's album, Different Gravy? Is that, do I have that right? Yeah, yeah, that was our last full, yeah. full length. Yes, yeah, so different rent, so, not different yeah, with the different with the little apostrophe. <laughs> so gravy. So, but again, that for me kind of harkens back to uh, uh, roots in in the south because gravy is kind of a you know it's a southern thing. Is that what was yeah. that what you had well, in mind or not? Groovy. Well, it, it's kind of like this saying over in this country, which is ah. different. Gravy means different class. You know, means out of this world. You know, means really great. Ah. You know. Yeah. It's okay. just a saying that's just come up in the last couple of years. But if I you want to you. talk about gravy in the South, then that's a certainly American <laughs> South has a ma massive influence on me music. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it all goes, it works together. And, uh, I love it all it. works together. Yeah. It's all a big I pot. Love it. You throw it all in the pot and yeah, get it and stir up. Well, let's hear a little of that voodoo man then. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be lovely. All right. We'll tee that up. And then we're going to be right back and talk more about all things music.
planet Earth and UK fans. A first for Ride the Vibe, Jamie Williams and the Roots Collective on the show all the way from the UK, five hours ahead of us here in Roswell, Georgia. And right before that great song, Voodoo Man, we were chatting about uh, your songwriting process and how that song was created. Flush that out a little bit more, that, that the songwriting process and how they come to you and who the primary writers are. Is it a collaborative or, or primarily just one of y'all? Well, I sort of come up with, with the, the song playing basically a vocal and a melody and a rhythm guitar bit normally, yeah. you know, on a few chords. And yeah. then I play them over to Dave and and, um, the and the rest of the band. And we just kind of fill them in from there, if you know what I mean. So yeah. They yeah. kind of decorate them and yeah. make them the, the Roots Collective, you know. Make them the whole band, so it's, it's a, band a, it's a collaborative, collaborative thing like that. You know, we collaborative. Just, we're making yeah. it. It's a band, band, band arrangement sort of thing. Yeah. You know, after I've, I've written the, the basic song sort of thing, but then we sort of all have ideas and put it in together. Certainly, Dave does a hell of a lot of it. You know, and, yeah. And James and Nick and, and Jake, obviously on bass. So they're they're, they're very oh, creative yeah. musicians. You know, it's it, yeah. It's a wonderful thing to have the band I've got at the moment. Is it's um, yeah. Because I mean, like whatever I throw to Dave, he seems to be able to come up with the answers. He's such a versatile yeah. player. Yeah, and, love and it. And that's that's a love wonderful it. thing, you know. If I throw a bit, actually, this song's psychedelia, you know, uh, but yeah. I'm not going to tell him that, and he'll come up with it anyway, you know. And he he pulls things out of me that I know subconsciously, and he just does it, you know. It's amazing, really. I have a lot of fun. Jamie, Jamie will send us a just a, basically a phone, a telephone demo, you know, record himself yeah. sing, singing and playing the acoustic, and send it over yeah. to us, and then I'll um. Basically, it, uh, I mean, there's been a few occasions where I've, I've started hanging all sorts of things off. Do you have the game Buckaroo over there? Where you, you have like a, a horse and you hang things on it till the horse kicks everything off. Oh, I, I tend to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to do that with these songs a bit. It's I like, got oh, yes, it. I put a choir on here. And, <laughs> and I keep sending him versions and versions until he eventually he goes, enough already. Stop, 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 stop. But, um, and it's only, and I've, I've tried some quite odd things. I mean, we've thrown bits of scarring on the new album. And there's, there's some, almost some sort of orchestrally kind of, yeah. Sort of um, kind of dark ambient stuff on one of the tracks and, Interesting. and sort of dubby influences and all sorts. We're trying, trying to get a lot of things in to keep it interesting and yeah. odd instruments like um, sounds from harmonicas like you would never imagine. Yeah, treated harmonicas, Nick, yeah, psychedelic mouth organ player. But um, and and you guys have been only, together. I think he's only ever rejected one idea, which is when I, 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 I had a bit of a rush of blood to the head and did a kind of. <laughs> six pianos pretending to play Philip Glass under one of his tracks with lots of repetitive <laughs> piano loops. And I sent he said to no him, to yeah, that. He drew yeah, the line three, at that. Three minutes and 15 <laughs> seconds long. I sent it to him and three minutes and 20 seconds later, I just got, nope. <laughs> back to my email. That's the only one and, he's thrown back so far. And you guys have been together how long? How, how, how long? Uh, well, I've been with Jamie coming up for 11 years. 11 years. <laughs> I, I think Dave's what? been with us five years now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Five, five. Coming yeah, yeah. up to six, I think. Yeah. And Jamie's I'll been be with himself about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never really with myself. I mean, it's, uh, I love it. None, none of us like being on our own for anything. <laughs> no, and Jake's and... been with us how long? <laughs> yeah, how long's Jake been with us? Well, he's been, he's been with me for 27 years. because yeah, yeah. Three years, Jake's been with us, yeah. Jake and James coming up for a year. No, it's coming up for two years with James, a year and a half, it, it, wow. two years. Yeah. Seems Come like a April. lifetime. Well, yeah, <laughs> the drummer, the story with the drummer is we... Yeah, please. We, yeah. Um, our drummer, James, we we had this lovely old um, mate of ours who ran a ran a radio show, uh, Mike Lightfoot, bless his soul. And okay. um, we went and played live on his show and mm-hmm. we had... Nick had already been in touch about this drummer in Morden, which is just half an hour down the road. So okay. we went up to the pub after we did the radio show, which happened to be in Morden, went to the pub, the yeah. Blue Ball. And yeah. uh, James, our drummer now, happened to be in there. And we, we'd never really met him. So it I was introduced kind of, them. Yeah, yeah we introduced oh, him. Just, oh. just pure chance, really. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. There was this kind of skinny mod in the corner of the room looking and acting <laughs> like Keith Moon. Serendipity, uh, yeah. I yes, he, was, he was, as we say the, uh, in England, plastered. And, and we thought, ah, yes, just just the chap. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I, when I asked him what drummers were his favourite drummers, I mean, he could barely speak at the time. He was a bit barely <laughs> drunk, and he said, "Oh, uh, Keith Moon, Ringo, and Andy yeah. Summers." And I thought, "Oh, he's yeah. got the job." Okay, <laughs> so he fit right in with y'all. Yeah, yeah, he and just the, fits in. Yeah, and the and Roots Collective. Talk about you know how is it. 
What's the, well, the genesis well, it, of that? It, well, it started out in about 2009, October. I was, I was making a little album. I mean, Nick yeah. was on it, and um, it was a studio project at the time, and I thought, well, I've got to get a band together. Right. But I've got to get a band together and keep it together. And yeah. that was difficult because I didn't have any band members that wanted to do it other than Nick, really. And, <laughs> uh, and um, so I just dreamed up this idea of mainly what I play is kind of like blues country Soul, right, roots, folk, right. whatever, psychedelia, yeah. you name it. And that yeah. was it. It came up with the Roots Collective, you know, to go ah. with Jamie Williams. And it was a way of working a band and keeping yeah. it, even if certain members couldn't be in it all the time and whatever. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. just kind of over the years, it's Nick's involved. been with me. I mean, it's kind of like getting Dave was a key factor, you know, because yeah. then yeah. we were on the road, you know. Right. And we've, we've been gradually just getting tighter and better. So I say, I it started it. out kind of as a loose sort of yeah. studio project, loose type of thing, and it's, it's turned into a really tight band, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, before Love I joined, it. there was, a, there was a, a cajon player and a pedal steel player and a sort of female second vocalist, and yeah. it, was, it, was a, it was a much more rootsy-focused oh, sounding band. Yeah. It was a lovely Yeah, yeah it was a band. lot looser. It was a lot looser, yeah. It's yeah, a, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it's got where I think we always... Wanted it to get, wasn't it? Yeah, as a, as, a, it. as a rock and roll band, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, you're yeah, re realizing your vision. I love that. Well, we're going to take a short break to support a sponsor near and dear to my heart, Foundation for Premature Infants. A person's a person no matter how small, even if they're a little premature person. And then we're going to come back, play more music. The The half hour has just flown by, y'all, and uh, want, want you to stay with us. We'll be right back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton with Jamie Williams and the Roots Collective. The number of premature infants born in the United States each year, 380,000. That's 9.8% of the total births in the U.S. The Foundation for Premature Infants' mission is to advocate for the right of all premature infants to be cared for in a developmentally supportive and age-appropriate manner. Our vision is to ensure that Premature Infants' Bill of Rights is the standard of care for all babies born prematurely 24 hours per day, 365 days per year on all shifts in every neonatal intensive care unit throughout the world. Please consider making a donation by visiting us on Facebook, Foundation for Premature Infants, or at our website, foundationforprematureinfants.org. You're back on Ride the Vibe, Michael Litton. And uh, this is for Jamie's benefit. Go, man, you. <laughs> <laughs> and nice oh. win in the derby over Manchester City. I, I, well, I'm he's, a... <laughs> he's, 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 um, he's doing the thing that they, the Man United in the modern era was all started by Matt Busby, really. And he yeah. he got the youngsters and brought them through. And uh, yeah. there's nothing like giving a bit of hope to youngsters to get out there and do their yeah. thing, you know. And, and I love Ollie Gunner as the coach. I think. That's oh a, that was yeah, a great, he's a lovely man. And he? yeah, he, he is, is a great man. Yeah, I love great him. Guy. I think he's great. He's a great that's guy. All. Yeah, he's a great Very guy. Cool. He was a great player as well. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Some of those when you guys won the trouble. I mean, I, I've watched that trouble uh, highlight thing. Uh, uh, unbelievable. It's, it just gives yeah. me chills. So uh, you know, talk about uh, blues in Northwest. Saying because you touched on this a little bit earlier, makes me think of the Kinks in the mid '60s. Which yeah, is high, such high, things. yeah, high, high praise, price, yeah. Ray Davies, yeah, really killer. I mean, you guys, uh, the, the, the uh, you know, little sound bites and such that uh, have come from the quotes are really, uh, really unbelievable. Talk, talk a little bit about that, yeah, the I was Kinks. And, about the Kinks one, I must admit, that was, that was, that was a dream. Come yeah. Course, yeah, I love the Kinks. Most underrated band of the 60s, I think. I think one you're right. Anyway. Yeah, and and uh, you know even Ray today is still out there. I think isn't he playing? And yeah, so's Dave as well. I think yeah. they're talking about. Well, that's the funny thing is, last year Nick got the the cast off Kinks, which is which is members of the Kinks without Ray oh. and Dave to yeah. play in Chelmsford, and um, it was a fabulous gig. But Nick got them to play at at, at our venue here in. Chelmsford wow. Football Club, which is but, a lovely but sadly now a keyboard player passed away recently. Yeah, Ian Gibbons. Mm. Yeah, real shame. He's mm. a lovely man mm. as well. Mm. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though, it's given me an idea. Cast off collective. There's about thirty people <laughs> that've been in this band over the years. We could have an orchestra. All the people that aren't in the band anymore. You heard it. You heard it here first on Ride the Vibe. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do when he, when he throws me out. I'm going to start the cast off collective. 
we played we're a, not throwing you out. The only yeah. way we throw you out is if I'm not here anymore. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know how the only way I leave this band is feet first in a box. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, uh, we played um, we played an awards ceremony in Chelmsford, uh, Chelmsford, Essex, um, yeah, eighteen six six nine months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, we came out and looked out into the audience and I could see at least three of our ex-drummers and a couple of our ex-drummers. Oh. <laughs> there's like well, there's 400 people or something in this theatre. And I said, hands up everybody who's been in this band at some point. And a surprisingly oh large number of hands up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, you know, that, that reminds me, that's what they say of Steely Dan as well. You know, that mm, Donald yeah. Fagan and um, Michael Becker uh, Brecker were um, very, you know, tough taskmasters. And especially Donald Fagan. And, and, you know, there were so many that came through and just it didn't make the cut for whatever reason and, you know, took it personally. Well, but, I, don't think, uh, I don't think we're taskmasters. I don't think we, we're like that at all. They're just not mad enough to be part of the, uh, the circus yeah. or the dysfunctional yeah, exactly. family. You, <laughs> <laughs> you talking about things like that, I, I remember Frank Zappa playing yeah. here in London one time and well he was supposed to play and the, the band they were all rehearsing and he didn't think they were up to scratch so he sacked them oh no <laughs> just way. before the show no wow. way and what did yeah, he do yeah, yeah, yeah. how did he do, how did he do the show then what was his cancelled it oh he did yeah because he yeah, yeah, yeah. he's James, an James underrated uh <laughs> underrated guy too don't you all think frank yeah. I was lucky. I saw him a couple of times. I loved him. Like Beefheart as well. Oh, yeah. Beefheart, the, 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 yeah. The, the, the hot rats. His lyrics. Yeah. I took my yeah, best shark skin suit and threw it out of the lawn into a pile of dog waste. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Zappa. <laughs> hey, I, I, think we need to, I think we need to play saved because I got to get saved here. <laughs> what do you th- We're what do still think? trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's but, a great. Yeah, I love it. That's Let's great. hear a little bit of save, and then cut. And then we're going to come back and talk about that because I think that's got some deep, deep significance. If I, if I'm picking up on the lyrics. Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ, saying what he wants to say and screwing it up too. So, of course, <laughs> <laughs> and, and helped by my friend Tim Stevens with From the Earth <laughs> Brewing and our Golden Spiral Golden Ale, five point one percent alcohol, and then nice. we're uh, doing Porch Down Song, which is a great uh, widespread panic tune, and uh, that's six point five. So, of course. <laughs> Steely Dan, one of my favorite bands. It was not Michael Becker, the uh, brilliant uh, horn player, but Walter Becker that was uh, with Daniel, uh, Donald <laughs> Donald Fagan. So at any yeah. rate, <laughs> so uh, that song really cool and uh, talk about that's got it's deep, very deep. 
Talk about that. Yeah, well, it's come about sort of getting with my wife, uh, Jenny. When yeah. I wrote it, she wasn't my yeah. wife, but we were living together, yeah. obviously. But I was, I had a breakdown when I was 25. And I lost the plot. And uh, I was pretty down until I got with Jen. And, yeah. and uh, life's been a hell of a lot better for the last 20 years nearly mm. now mm-hmm. that I've been with her. So uh, it's about finding a woman that, or or a man or whatever it may be. You yeah, know, that right. A person, someone. That, yeah. Anybody. It's just that yeah. bit of love, you know, because you can't yeah. do without it. You know, as John no. Lennon once said, all you need is love. You know? Love, right. And that love, you go around there loving everybody, you've got more chance of getting on in life than going around hating everybody, you yeah. know, and that's... Amen. just got to that's stop loving it. me in that way. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's a, that's a great takeaway. I mean, really, Lennon said it brilliantly, and we, we just haven't learned that lesson, sadly. Uh, we're, we're trying still. We, we're trying to spread it. We try and spread a good time and spend yeah. the love out there. You know, we try and do that sort of thing because we like having a good time and looking well, after Well, Jamie, each that other tees up brilliantly. Friends, you know? uh, and I don't know whether you, you, you knew it, but I think that tees up. We got to hear, hear another uh, song, uh, Letting My Love Show. What do you think about that? I mean, well, that was you a similar thing. Up. I mean, I wrote that, wrote that just after I. Mm, um, well, I did this gig I did with a band I used to be in called Harvey Williams Band, and yeah, and uh, I'd I'd read about um, Screaming Jay Hawkins and he's giving the giving the women the eyeball, you know, and uh, yeah, and he's fifty seven illegitimate children, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I did this with Jen, uh, uh, and he got me a yeah. wife. So thanks to Screaming wow. Jay, so he's yeah, and this song was written two days after that, and it was all about oh my God. getting out of that being lonely and sad and shy and, yeah yeah and giving my love out there you know putting yeah. it out there and and opening up to people you know opening up it. and because you know because when you're really down in the hole you get very yeah um insular and ins- you know and you you can't show your love when you want to give yeah. it and, and that i just didn't want to lose that opportunity that i had so those two songs jamie are like bookends saved and letting my love show sort of bookends to a yeah. part a, a portion of your life Significant yeah. portion. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, it's sort of like, yeah. I love it. Well, let's hear a little bit of lo- Letting My Love Show. on Ride the Vibe, Michael Litton, and a big shout out to Jenny Williams. Man, I can't wait to meet you when uh, Jamie Williams and the Roots Collective come over to Roswell, Georgia, because clearly you have uh, had a significant impact on Jamie and the band, and uh, really oh, yeah. cool. She's a, she's, a, she's a great girl, yeah. You won't I be disappointed it. when you meet us either, our huge... <laughs> 
Amazing looks. <laughs> I, 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 Our rotund I, bodies. I love it. <laughs> and I and I know Lucy is going to make this happen. Lucy Pillar out there. I know you're going to you're going to get these boys here in uh, into uh, Roswell. And you know, so I'm, oh, I'd be I kinda, great to come back. Yeah, yeah, love that. You and saying I, I, about okay. Lucy? Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was no. going to say. Yep. Go ahead. You saying about Lucy? Just say. Not this lot. That last track you played was actually a rework from one of the earlier albums with with the current band, which is fantastic. But the previous oh, tracks from from different gravy were actually yeah. recorded, as we say, on Ronnie Lane's old oh, mobile, yeah. which was one of the in the UK. There were two legendary mobiles. There was the Rolling Stones and the Ronnie Lane one. Yeah. And on the Ronnie Lane one, also Bad Company recorded used it for an album. The Who recorded Quadrophenia on it. Yeah. Uh, Red Hot, uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers recorded on it, Mott the Hoople and yeah. Frazier. Even Led Zeppelin's physical graffiti were all recorded on the same same desk that we recorded that album on. Oh, my God. Fantastic analog desk, the old-fashioned yeah. way. And so is that when, awful, when the... Hitting things with shoes to keep them working during the recording. Wow. <laughs> when the when the Who Say Going Mobile, is, are they talking about that or is it something else? Yeah. In their song? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete, Pete Townsend and Ronnie Lane were great mates. I, I was lucky to work with Ronnie with the first oh formation of uh, Slim Chance because old friends of mine, Gallagher and Lyle, yeah, who had quite a bit of success in America. Graham Lyle wrote "What's yeah. Love Got to Do Do with It" for Tina Turner as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were the first band with, with him, which was he was a wonderful, wonderful man. Lovely. Oh lovely my god, great songwriter. Well, I love the you know a number of the songs who were playing here. Uh, Come off your eggs shed session. Talk about that. That's yeah. kind of an interesting name. What is that? A location? A place? A it's it's as a little place near Dave. It's a re 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 rehearsal studio okay. near Dave, actually. Yeah, about a mile up the road from where we are now. Yeah, yeah. it's it's called the Dusty Egg Shed, and it's it's on my friend's farm. And okay, it's, a, it's not a sort of public facility. It's for our own band, and we and yeah because everybody around here knows everybody. We we got to right, rehearse right. there, and then when we came to record, um, when we got the new drummer, basically, yeah. um, somebody who came up with the idea of re-recording four of the old songs for an EP. Basically. Yeah. We, 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 well, we, I think that was you and you and uh, you and Nick really, Dave. Oh, I, I had an idea yeah. about redoing redoing a few songs because mm. I we did that gig in in Wales, didn't we? And yeah. We yeah. Did, did a few, and we thought, oh, that'd be an idea. Yeah. Rework them. But that last one, letting Let you love show. I mean, that's an excellent example. If you want to hear the two sort of talking of bookends, the two yeah. ends of the band. Yeah. The original version of that, I think James said it's on an album called Good Time. Good Time, yeah, which yeah. Which is okay. pretty me. It's before yeah. me and Jamie and, before me and James and Jay Joy. And then And it's a it, much rootsier, yeah. folkier sounding track. It's great. It's an excellent, excellent version. Yeah. And then when, when we came to re-record it, I deliberately didn't listen to that. Yeah. And Jake and I came up with this new arrangement and, oh. um, and it wasn't until after we got all the tracking done, I went back and listened to the original and thought, oh, that's love lovely. It. I wish I'd nicked some bits. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But it's almost two bands, you know. It's yeah. the, the common denominator is Jamie's yeah. extraordinary voice, though. It's always this huge voice that just drags everything along, you know. Well, I know I'm not supposed to uh, have favorites, <laughs> right? But, you know, because, you, you know, all your kids are special, et cetera. And I'm sure with uh, you feel the same way with all your songs. But this one really, uh, I don't know why, it just resonates with me. Uh, Little Black Book. I think we need to hear a little bit of that. Little Black Book. What do you guys think? Why he?
the vibe Michael Litton the last DJ playing what he wants to play and in this case playing Jamie Williams and the Roots Collective too cool out of the UK and louder than war uh is uh, is of the belief that you would not have been they're saying of Jamie Williams and the Roots Collective you would not have been out of place on a 60s package tour slotted between the small faces and the who that's high praise. Talk about that a little yeah, bit, y'all. Yeah, that would have been fantastic. <laughs> oh, definitely. We would have, I would have died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have drunk myself to, to death on gig three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd have loved that. Yeah, yeah. That, so that, I, that would yeah. have been, mm-hmm. as I say, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have been around in those days and around with a lot of those guys. So, yeah, no, it would have been great. I must say that song was very exhausting playing the harmonica on as well. There's so much to do it. I love okay. that. All the way, Gasping just something about that, that. That Again, I'm not supposed to have favorites, but uh, that's, one, that's one of my favorites. And I, I want to hear it in the States. <laughs> so I want to, Lucy Piller. That song. Go, go ahead, Jamie, sorry. I'm sorry. I was just saying that, that prior to that recording of that song, that my, Jenny didn't like the song. I liked the song, but Jenny oh, didn't like didn't. it. And I, and I, no, she didn't like it. And I, I, we got another one like on our new album. It's going to be the same thing. Yeah. Same thing's happened. Yeah. Basically because I've just come up with my song and the way I do it. And then and then Dave got hold of it and he, he listened again. We did it start off with and it wasn't really quite working. And Jenny, yeah, Jenny didn't like it. So I say it doesn't really matter. But I mean, we still didn't yeah, like yeah. it. <laughs> did she not like it because of, it of the reference this... to other, you know, uh, alluding to other women and black Well, I wrote and... it before I was with Jenny. <laughs> so it was, oh, okay. it was when I was single, you know. <laughs> it's the smallest yeah. black book you've ever seen. <laughs> I, was, I was a bit of a dog in those days. It, it was it a one page? Though, you oh, know. Oh, David or Nick, was it just <laughs> a just one got, page black book? I just got my number on the back of a postage stamp. No, I think it was about. One line. One line <laughs> black book. Yeah. Oh. I think it just had the fire service. That's all it had, the local fire service. Oh, it's the man. uniforms. It yeah. Come rescue me, please. <laughs> That's but too now, funny. Uh, Dave put this Bo Diddley. I let Dave yeah. tell the story yeah. about yeah. the arrangement. Oh, yeah. sure, yeah. I think it was, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, Jamie, but I think I think when he sent it to us, it was it was more of a kind of da-da-da-da-da, like, you know, yeah. um, I just want to make love to you kind of vibe to it. Right, no, right. It really. It was more sort of like blues country. It was yeah, it's more kind of stoppy and all that. And um, we had one that was kind of had a similar sort of feel to it. Yeah. So I was kicking around ideas trying oh, to think yeah, of something. Sorry, yeah, because yeah, it, it, yeah. it was it sounded a bit like feel wise. It sounded yeah. a bit like Lonesome Hell. Yeah. Right. Lonesome Hell from the Heart, which is on the which album's that on? That's on. It's on different yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Um, so I thought we needed to do something. So I, I had it kicking around for ages, and then I, and then I just came up with this idea of sticking this Bo Diddley beat behind it, and that hit oh. something straight away. Yes. But then Jake, this is when Jake really came into his own because he'd been, you know, sort of quite kind of non-committal. Not non-committal, he would just sort of turn up and play and play yeah, as well. Yeah, But I played in this Bo Diddley version and he came up with that bass riff. The bass line, that bass I love on, that. Yeah. That just drove the whole thing. So yes, then all I did yes. on guitar then was just, was just octaves above his bass line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, nicked yeah, his part because yeah. there was nothing, nothing, nothing else to add. Oh my gosh, and it's that Bo Diddley. Oh yeah. You know, it's a real cloud yeah. pleaser, isn't it? Yeah, it really goes down a storm. The ladies, yeah. the ladies love it, man. The ladies, the ladies get on their feet. So and then it made me have to suck and blow like mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Well, and that is on the harmonica I'm yes, talking exactly. about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> or a family show here, Nick. 
Yeah. We all kind of shuffle down to one end of the stage during Little Black Book because Jake goes completely berserk. Oh, yeah, crazy. I've never yeah. known a bass player that moves around so much. He gets he's unleashed. Yeah, he's got that Jaco Pastari yeah. kind of thing going. Yeah, yeah. We have to give him some dancing room. Yeah. yeah. He has to have I his dancing it. room. He gets, his, he gets his flea from the chili peppers on. Oh, just, my just God. Just when he gets stuck in. And we all sort of cower down the other end of the stage. While he yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, unbelievably, this hour has just flown by. You guys are just the bomb. But we cannot... We cannot... Uh, end the show without playing Reaching for the Stars, which I thought was a prophetic way to kind of close it out. So let's hear just a little bit oh, about, uh, a little bit from Reaching for the Stars, and then we're going to come back with some uh, closing thoughts and comments, etc. What do you think, Waheed? Reaching for the Stars, Jamie Williams and the Roots Collective. Y'all talk about that. We've just got a couple of minutes left. I want want you to touch on future gigs, projects. I know you got a new album coming out. The time is yours. It, it's just been unbelievable. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Michael. It's, uh, Love it. It's been great. Yeah, it's fun. been a great time. Yeah, yeah it's been good time. fun. Yeah. So, yeah, new album is going to be called Do What You Love. Oh, nice. All but finished. We've got a few more vocal tracks to go down. Two tracks. Yeah, a bit of mixing. Coming out on vinyl and CD. And just to give you a couple of heads up of a couple of people you may know there who've asked to play with us, BJ Cole. Yeah. Played the... Uh, he, he played the uh, pedal steel, the, the pedal steel on Tiny Dancer. For oh Elton my John. gosh, Elton John, yeah, and also Robbie McIntosh, who played yeah. with John Mayer for yeah. many years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the Pretenders and McCartney, uh, uh, and that, uh. yeah, they're they're both friends, and they both asked to play on this album. Which... Even even though it means that's two solos that I don't get to do, even because <laughs> even so, I'm still letting them. Work. I love <laughs> it. We, we both miss out. We both miss yeah. out on the one with BJ yeah. Carl. Hey, when, when you all, I'd love to put it out there. When you all get that album out, I'd love to have you back on Ride the Vibe and and uh, break that album here in oh, the States if you guys are. That, that'd be cool. I would totally dig that in, in advance of you guys coming over here. And so, you know, when I, when I listened to Reaching for the Stars, I heard the line, Searching for the Answers, and then I linked it to, and I thought... Well, maybe the answer is that life is just a goof. <laughs> what, do you, what do you all think about that? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, a bowl, as the small faces once said, life is just a bowl of all bran. Yeah. It's over here, it's all like Daffy Oh, my gosh. Well, I can't, uh, can't thank uh, Lucy Pillar enough for connecting us and, uh, you know, Jenny for writing that brilliant uh, Welcome to the Wonderful World of Lucy, which gave me a good insight into your, uh, Jamie, your time over here in the States. You guys have just been fantastic. Oh, yes. Can't wait to have you back on the show to uh, promote Do What You Love. And then also can't wait to meet y'all when you come to the States. You guys are the best. You're on Ride the Vibe, Michael Litton. (laughs) (laughs) The last DJ. Playing what he wants to play, saying what he wants to say. And thanks to Tim Stevens from the Earth. When you guys come over here, we'll hook you up with some of the from the Earth uh, beer. Thanks so much. Oh, we love that. I love that. Taxi to the airport. Taxi to the airport.
Oh. 